Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, it's 1033. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Whole Hog Sports, Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Richard Davenport standing by. Richard, I hope that you're going to be paying attention to what we're doing here, unlike Wes, because we have already lost him for the day. How are you doing? Oh, am I on? Oh, yep. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, watching the Masters. Sorry. Yeah, a lot uh, of that going around. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm here. Uh, what, what, are you, what are we talking about? I don't know. Uh, I guess recruiting. That's what we normally talk about with you. I mean, All we right. can talk about whatever you want. You want to talk about opening day? Who's your baseball team? I'm not a big baseball guy. I was when I was a kid. Uh, growing up, uh, I was huge on, in baseball, but I'm a casual baseball guy now. Okay. So if you could pick the World Series winner today, who would you want? Ooh, uh, whoever has a Razorback on the team, I guess that's that's my criteria. He's Nashville, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whoever they, yeah. I mean, Whoever's I was on there. I would say this. I was looking through the Cubs roster today. I'm like, I know like five dudes yeah, on this roster. I know. Yeah, I, I did the same thing. I saw the Rangers starting lineup, and I was like, well, I don't know any of these guys. Here's here's one one of their starters. I'm looking through. It's like last year he hit 363 and 38 home runs and da 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 da. In the Japanese league, I'm like, oh, that's that's wonderful. That's good. We should be fine this year. He's a Suzuki though, so I don't know if he's related. But anyway, uh, okay, we'll move on from that. Then let's just talk uh, recruiting, Richard. If you're gonna be that way about it, uh, all right. Tell me what we're getting. Somebody said that uh, Coach Musselman, you know, he did the McDonald's cheeseburger thing, yeah. the three burgers. Yeah, he should have had two bags of M and M's to promote. That would have been great. Yeah, but anyway, uh, tell me about M M&M and M and M and M, the Mitchell boys. Yeah, well, you know, they uh, they're both guys that really give obviously give them more size, 6'10", 245, 6'9", 230, but uh, they're probably more uh, defensive type uh, guys. Uh, you know, they're they're rated number three and number seven as far as available uh, defensive impact guys in the portal. Uh, shot blockers, rebounders can can score, but uh, mostly do. Uh, uh, most of their damage on the boards and uh, their defensive uh, uh, capabilities uh, average both of them about two blocks a game. Uh, you know, I was just thinking the last time Arkansas had big guys like this, uh, and you know, as far as the numbers, you know, along with the Brazil kid, kid from Missouri, the last time Arkansas had this type of size that I that I think that could you know make a good impact on the team is uh, back in Nolan's days when he had Dwight Stewart, uh, Darnell Robinson, and Lee Lee Wilson. Mm. Well, we'll see how how impactful these guys are, but just just their size and what they've done uh, at their old schools uh, kind of indicates that uh, they should be able to to contribute and uh, give them a lot of depth that, that they haven't had it. Uh, you know, as far as as far as big men. Do you think all four of the bigs can play both four and five? Uh, yeah, it just depends on the matchups. I think uh, uh, I think a lot of it's uh, matchups, uh, and I think uh, you know Coach Musselman and, and his uh, position is uh, uh, you know basketball. I think you do kind of kind of go from position to position depending on matchups. Let me ask you, and I guess we're going to lean on heavily because the four bigs are not going to be the best shooters on the team, I assume. 
uh, of the incomers, who's who's the most deadly shooter you think potentially for Arkansas? Because that's certainly something they were missing, a consistent knockdown jump shooter last year. Yeah, I would probably go with uh, Nick Smith. Nick Smith and then uh, Pinion. And uh, uh, I think uh, Darian Ford has uh, improved in that, in that area. And I, I tend to think that he'll continue to improve in that area. Uh, also, Barry Dunning can also uh, hit from three also. So uh, uh, I think uh, you, the number of guys that can uh, go beyond three on next year's roster is going to be uh, quite, quite a bit better. And then, uh, you know, everybody else that's you know, supposed to return, you mean, like Devo and and everybody in Jalen, I uh, think uh, there, there should be some improvement there if Jalen comes back uh, as far as his three-point shooting. I think, uh, I think you're going to see a little bit more higher percentage there. Are you hearing anything about Devo or Jalen Jackson, the, the players that they have eligible to come back? Is there movement there? Could they be going into the portal, or do you feel safe that they're all coming back? Yeah, you never say never, uh, but uh, I, I tend to think they're coming back, but that, it would not surprise me at all if there's some more movement uh, on the roster. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Dunning. I really don't have a strong answer. Yeah. I'm qu- quite clear today. Yeah. Richard is very much walking the line and riding the fence today, and that's okay. Maybe he's running for office. I didn't see any of your signs out in anybody's yard, but if you're running for office, you're on your way. <laughs> what about Dunning? Oh, good. Because we, we, uh, he's probably the, the, the least we're familiar with. What type of player is he? What can we expect out of him? He, he's, he's a guy that uh, can uh, go to the basket. Can, uh, he's got a pretty good mid-range game. And like I said, uh, he can hit the three. Uh, he's definitely a guy that uh, could match up uh, defensively against uh, one of the better uh, players on the opponent. Uh, he's got six six, about two hundred five, two hundred ten pounds. Good size and very good length. His uh, wingspan is uh, very good. So, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes everybody focuses obviously on the three McDonald McDonald's All Americans, and I, I I get that. At the same time. Uh, the other three guys in the signing class, top 100 prospects, uh, they're no slouches. So uh, there, there, there may be a, a little bit of a surprise, uh, you know, who gets on the floor and who doesn't. Hmm. Richard Davenport with us, WholeHogSports.com, Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I was going to ask about Vanover. Uh, Connor leaving, not shocking. What is your gut feeling on what kind of school he lands at? Well, I mean, everybody, everybody's been thinking about CA, and that's the rumor, and uh, it would make sense because of his brother. But, uh, you know, I, I haven't really dived into it too much, but uh, that, that's, the, that's the school that you hear the most uh, with him. What do you think about Coach Ruta moving up from uh, basketball operations to now as an assistant coach? Well, you know, with their relationship, he and Coach Muscle's relationship goes back to – when they were both at uh, Arizona State, uh, must have been an assistant coach, and and and, uh, and Ruta was uh, uh, kind of like a graduate assistant student manager, and uh, they 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 reunited at Nevada. He was a two year assistant there for two years, so they both you know obviously Ruta knows what Musselman wants, and uh, the, the relationship there is very strong, and for him to to be elevated, that uh, obviously means something, uh, you know, as far as uh, his confidence level with Anthony. 
And Anthony, when I talk to kids, uh, as far as recruits, uh, I always hear good things about uh, uh, his relationship with them. He's, he's still pretty young and can relate well to the kids and uh, and uh, that works extremely hard. I think that's the one thing that uh, you can say with uh, Anthony. That he's not going to be outworked uh, much like uh, Musk. Let me ask you a weird question, Richard. <clears throat> kind of underwear to you. No. Uh, if a guy signs with a team and then the coach leaves, right? We just had uh, who just? Oh, uh, well, Wade, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, everybody left LSU. So this is a bad example. But let's just say you sign and then the coach leaves, and the kid's like, "I don't want to go there now." What kind of recourse does he have when he hasn't even stepped foot on campus yet? Yeah, you ask for a waiver, and usually the AD gives it to you. Uh, I mean, in most cases. I think at least that's what uh, we've seen in the past, and I think uh, that's the fair thing to do. And what about if there's an assistant coach that's been recruiting you, and that assistant coach moves on? Same kind of thing, you think? No, no, no. It, it's it's really the head man. At least in my experience, what I've seen. I, I, if there, there's been a case of a kid uh, was able to get a waiver and leave a school because of an assistant, well, if I if I haven't seen it. And, or I haven't, you know, maybe I haven't. Well, I'm just saying, like, his know, lead, if, if his lead recruiter leaves before he gets on campus, and that's a guy that he has a good relationship with, does he? and they don't sign the waiver, what's his, what's next? Does he have to sit to go somewhere else? I mean, in today's kind of wild, wild west environment, can you can you just do whatever you want anyway? Boy, you know, that's a good question, because I'm going to tell you, that some, some of the rules, you, you, you talk to some people on the college level, and you you ask you'll ask them a question and say I got to get with compliance because <laughs> yeah. things have changed so quickly. Uh, I, I would tend to think the kid would would have to get a waiver from the AD, but at the same time, I mean, just the way how liberal things have gotten as far as uh, kids getting releases and things like that from you know the NCAA, I, 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 I can't rule anything out. It, it, it has just totally changed and. And I'm telling you, it is, it is so true. When you you talk to some sources, they say, "Man, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I I, I got to check into that because mm-hmm. things have changed so quickly. You know, we're used to. I mean, you were pretty much locked in uh, to a school in the old days. I know for about five, six, seven, eight years ago, but now uh, it's it's uh, it is kind of like the wild old west. So I, I don't have a strong answer for you on that one. Well, stay on that fence, Richard, where you belong. Mm-hmm. Richard Davenport joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, uh, giving us answers on, uh, you know, look, all kinds of scenarios. So we're going all over the place. All right, yesterday we were talking to Hunter Yurchek. He didn't seem bothered by it, but almost sort of low-key flabbergasted, kind of like we are. There are more than five, five. There are more than, let me try that again. There are more than 15 full college rosters sitting in the portal right now and spring football is underway. Think about that. He said 1,500 kids. 1,500 dudes are sitting there going, I don't know where I'm playing next season. So my question is, is there a diamond in the rough or a guy that's available to Arkansas that maybe they can comb or any other school? I mean, And I also don't understand the hang-up in the portal, uh, why this takes so long with all the potential options for guys. Can you Can you give me a handle on this thing? It's pretty wild. Well, I mean, you're talking about as far as the guy trying to figure out the, his next spot when he's in the portal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because there's so many yeah, options I mean, that you don't I, want to get stuck there. And, and the fact that you're missing spring football right now because you're in the portal waiting for – or maybe you don't want to practice in the spring. You're like, I don't want to play. I'm not playing any games in the spring. I'm, I don't want to go anywhere until fall. But I don't know. It just seemed 
it's it's overwhelming and it's mind blowing. But I got to think there's some pretty attractive potential student athletes in there for schools like, I mean, anybody just about. Well, I mean, on the football end, I mean, I, I, there's no doubt that they're they're still mining the uh, portal. Uh, as far as a kid, I mean, it, I, I was talking to Jordan uh, Dominic, the uh, Georgia Tech transfer, who will be uh, you know coming on campus, uh, the defensive end uh, coming on campus uh, probably in, in, in early June, and he said he was probably contacted by 50, 60 schools. He pretty much narrowed it down to just a few with Arkansas obviously being one of them. But at the same time, your head's spinning initially because you're getting bombarded by uh, schools left and right, so he, either through phone calls, text messages, DMs on Twitter. And so those first few days, you're really kind of, uh, uh, you know, overwhelmed. And then then you start kind of figuring out which schools would be a good fit for you. Yeah. And then you start communicating with the coaches. And it uh, usually takes a, a good two to three weeks uh, before a, a kid really truly kind of has an idea where he, where he wants to go because you, you, you just don't talk to one – you don't talk to a coach one time and think, okay, I'm automatically going there. You need to talk to a coach uh, multiple times, and that's what happened with the Twins. And in talking to them yesterday, they were Musselman. They just uh, they felt very comfortable with Coach Musselman and the staff in a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. And they were able – they entered the portal the 28th and uh, made the decision to be Razorbacks yesterday. That was that, That's pretty quick uh, for the most part. But uh, I tend to think usually it's, uh, it's usually about a month before guys – have uh, an opportunity to really understand where, where they're going to go or, or at least visit and yeah. then, uh, try to narrow, 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 narrow down their decision decision from there. Ethan made a good point. He says if you sign with a school and the coach leaves, you call Tom Mars. He can usually bail you out of those situations. Mm. He seems to have a, a knack for getting things done. Mm. Richard, were you surprised with the uh, two transfers from the football program yesterday, Lucas Coley and Mateo Soli? Uh, Soli, I wasn't. Uh I think that, uh, I'll be honest with you, I thought it was going to happen sooner. But uh, from what I understand, he, he was uh, he was really wanting to go through spring practice, or at least, you know, I guess, part of it. Mm-hmm. And then with uh, Cooley, uh, I think uh, that there had been some rumblings about uh, him possibly going into the uh, portal. I was thinking that he was going to probably go through spring practice, all of spring practice, but obviously he didn't. He's a very sharp young man, I and mean, he's not one of those guys that, to make a uh, quick decision without really thinking it out, but uh, I don't think he's going to have any problems finding a uh, finding another school. From what I understand, he's getting uh, bombarded by a school, so uh, not totally shocked by either one of them. No. But why in the middle of spring practice? Why not? You know, got it out. You got two more weeks. See what could happen. Well, you know that 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 only they could really answer that. I I don't have a strong answer for it, but. Uh, they can't. They'll be in school until uh, you know the end of this semester. So, but uh, I guess at the same time they can start making some uh, official visits this spring, and, and not have to wait till June. And uh, then, then you then you kind of know where you're going to go to school, so you can enroll uh, for summer school and that uh, in your new school. So, I guess I can see that a little bit. But uh, you could still still could have done that maybe after uh, spring practice because you still would have had uh, 
uh, half of April and in uh, the uh, full month of May to do all that. But uh, again, I, I don't 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 know. Richard, this has been a very informative segment, and yet you have been hanging out in the mean the entire time, riding the fence, kind of soft, frankly. So let's finish strong, shall we? Today is National Beer Day. You're on an island. You can only have one beer the rest of your life. What's it going to be? It would be an IPA. Anyone in particular? I like Lost 40. Lost 40, okay. Rockhound? Or a Dead Guy L. A Dead Guy L would be another one that uh, good one. possibly have. You only need two of those to get hammered, so that's good. Yeah, if you're on an island, you definitely <laughs> want to spend you know most of your time, I would think, kind of inebriated because it's kind of lonely out there, so that's probably good. Uh, I'll tell you my favorite one from Lost 40 is Squirrel Sailor, the mm-hmm. hazy. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. If you like hazy IPAs, that's that's one of the best ones going, I think. Really? Okay. Yeah. You got me intrigued. Well, they don't it's they don't do it all year round, so if I see a six pack, I'll grab you one. All right. And we see each other a lot, so I'm sure I'll be getting that yeah. pretty quick. We need to see each other more often, but let's make a habit of that. And Wes owes me beer anyway, so maybe we'll let him buy us both a six pack. How about that? I like that idea better. I do too. I do too, hundred percent. All right, Richard, enjoy your uh weekend, my friend. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, guys, we'll see you. Thanks, buddy. See you, man.